LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, we talk a ton about those guys, but is Malik Monk a real key to the Lakers' future? Let's break this all down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Now, Dad, obviously, me and you are very high on Malik Monk. We have been for pretty much the entire season. Honestly, since the Lakers signed him in the offseason, we both were very excited about seeing him. Um, But, Dad, he's definitely really impressed us. And I think we've mentioned it briefly on a couple of other podcasts. But I really believe that Malik Monk is a key to the Lakers' future. And I know it's going to be difficult, but I think they've got to try to keep him around. Hannah, when the team was assembled this last summer... Uh, The two players that I was looking forward to seeing most were Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn. Unfortunately, we have not gotten to see Kendrick Nunn this year, and it doesn't appear that we're going to. But Malik Monk has certainly done his part. He's certainly shined. And it hasn't been easy. You know, playing with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, where everything is set up for them to have the ball in their hands, for them them to shine and succeed. And, you know, nobody else has emphasized it all. So it's really rough playing with those guys. But somehow Malik Monk has really carved out a niche for himself this year. Yeah, you know, he's actually had his best uh, career stat-wise this season. You know, he's averaging 13 points per game, 3.3 rebounds, 2.4 assists. He's also shooting really well from the floor, 47% and 39.9, so pretty much 40% from three-point range. Yeah, Hannah, no, those are excellent statistics for a long-range shooter. Um, and I've been impressed with Malik Monk on a number of scores. I, I, What I was particularly surprised about is he's actually a pretty good ball handler and playmaker. You know, he gets into the, into the lane. You know, he's very effective getting to the rim and then dishing off and, and getting assists to other players. You know, again, his problem is when you play on a team dominated by superstars, you know, he's never going to be the focal point of the offense. And he's going to have to try to make his way. He's going to have to make his opportunities. And he's done a pretty good job of that this season. You know, we've also argued a ton this season that we believe he should be playing even more minutes. You know, we think that Malik Monk should be starting, which, you know, obviously there have been the occasional games where he has started. But for the most part, you know, he's his role, like you said, Dad, he's had to kind of fight for his minutes, which is crazy because when you look at him, you know, you could even argue that he's been the most consistent player. I mean, obviously LeBron's been great, but LeBron's also been injured a ton this season. You know, Monk, besides a little COVID health scare, uh, has been relatively healthy this season. So one could argue he's actually been the most consistent player for us. Yeah, Hannah, again, um, you know, I I just, I like what I've seen from him. I like his all-around game. I mean, I know he's not a great defender, but I have been pleasantly surprised that he at least competes on that end of the floor. He he tries, and you know, in offense, you know, he's, he's got a ton of moves. He can score in a lot of different ways, left hand, right hand, in the paint, from long range. You know, it's really been pretty impressive, and again, you're right, like, you know, Kyle Kuzma in the past, you never you never know if he's going to start. You never know if he's coming off the bench. He just doesn't get the consistent minutes. He's not in a consistent rotation. So it's really, really hard for anybody not named LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook to really step up and, and be noticed. But Malik Monk has been able to do it this year. 
Yeah, and you know, listen, when you're looking towards the Lakers and their future, you look at this roster in general, obviously we're a much older veteran team, but Monk just turned 24. His birthday was actually on February 4th. So he's one of our youngest players on this team. So when you look forward to the Lakers' future, you know, you can't always just have a new team every single season, which is, you know, kind of what we've been doing the last few years, which is why, you know, we've had some struggles. So You've got to try to have some sort of consistency, and the only way we can really do that is to keep some guys around on our roster. Now, a lot of these guys were, you know, signed to these one-year contracts because for most of them, they're just older and they're only probably going to play this season. But Monk is a guy who obviously has hopefully a long, successful career ahead of him. So if you're the Lakers, you know, you want to try to keep him around. And it sounds like, you know, Monk actually said a couple days ago that he loves it here. He would love to stay around. Both him and his agent said that he would love to be a Laker. But dad, the real key here is, can the Lakers actually afford to keep him around? Well, they're not going to be able to afford to keep him around, Hannah, unless they make some moves this offseason. I mean, first of all, you've got three superstars taking up the entire roster, the entire budget for the season. You, you know, So if, if those three guys all come back, there's really no more room for Malik Monk. Now, maybe if you traded you know, THT and you freed up his salary, but I'm not even sure that would be enough to sign Monk. You know, Monk took a risk coming to the Lakers. He's He makes almost nothing this year. I think his contract is $1.7 million, but he bet that he could come to the Lakers, you know, carve a niche for himself, make a name for himself in a big market, and it would help him with his future contracts. But they're going to have to pay some money. He, You know, he's earned a, a significant contract, you know, not not a horrible contract, but certainly a lot more than the Lakers have to spend right now. Oh, definitely. And I mean, also when Monk gave his interview, you know, he's obviously said that he loves playing in LA. He'd love to play here again, but you just never really know what's going to happen because it is a business. And like you said, dad, you know, Monk came to LA and he's performing on the biggest stage possible. And he's really proving that he really deserves a, a, you know, pretty nice contract. Well, Hannah, um, and the best may still be to come. Now the Lakers have about, I think, 23 or 24 games left in the season. Anthony Davis, you know, my best guess is not going to be returning during the regular season, or if he is, it'll be at the very, very end. So Malik Monk, if the Lakers are going to stay in contention for a playoff spot, if they're going to win any games, Malik Monk is going to have to play a major, major role. You figure LeBron is going to is going to get his, but with Anthony Davis out and Russell Westbrook kind of, you know, not really scoring that much this year, Malik Monk's going to have to play and play a lot and 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 make a significant contribution. So the door is open for him. This is this is the shining moment for Malik Monk. We'll see if he can step up. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that actually because this is a huge opportunity for him with AD out. You know, the Lakers are really going to need him to step up. I mean, he has a golden opportunity right now to really, really, like you said, Dad, make a name for himself, but really establish himself in this league, especially if the Lakers do make the playoffs. I mean, I think a big part of it's going to have to come down to him because, like I said, he has been, you know, you could argue LeBron's going to obviously get his, but for most games, Monk has been our second leading scorer. So, you know, you could really argue that if the Lakers make the playoffs, it's going to be because of Malik Monk. Yeah, well, Malik Monk is going to have to is going to have to play that role. He's going to have to be probably the number 2 scorer for the rest of the season. He's going to have to really step up and it's there for him. It's really there for him. You know, this is his moment, you know. Uh, he's in perfect position. 
you know, let's see if he can take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully he does because, like I said, Laker fam, my dad and I are both very, very, you know, hot on Malik Monk. And I know a lot of my Laker fam is as well. And listen, if he performs and continues to play at a high level like this and he helps the Lakers make the playoffs without AD, I mean, I think Rob and the front office are going to have no choice but to try to do everything possible this offseason to uh, be able to sign him because he definitely is looking like a very, very talented player. Laker fam, though, I am curious. I want to hear from you guys. Do you guys think Malik Monk is a key part of the Lakers' future? Do you guys think that Rob in the front office should keep him around long term? And if you do, let me know how you think it could be done. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Of course, my Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik and my Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Feel free to message me. Let me know what you think about Malik Monk and if you're as big of a fan of him as my dad and I are. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.